eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What happens in the league, in my opinion, is when something, when anomaly happens at a position, they'll say quarterback. Everybody tries to find that. They go back on their notes. So I'm going to use Brock Purdy as an example, right? Brock Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant, and then he strings together the season that he had last year, which was incredible. All the draft evaluators go back on their notes. What did I have Purdy at? Where did I miss? Right? It's not just Kyle Shanahan. That's not just why Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy played well because he's good, right? And so everyone's going to go back and try and find him. Hey, now, what's cracking? Welcome to the Jim Rome Podcast, and welcome to episode 263, where today we are talking about the most important position in all of sports with a dude who trains some of the best to do it. My guest this week, quarterback guru Jordan Palmer. Jordan is also the director of QB development for the XFL. He is the founder and operator of QB Summit, and as you're about to hear, he brings a perspective on the game and the position that literally nobody else can or has. So let's get right to this conversation. It is episode 263 with the quarterback whisperer himself, Jordan Palmer, and it's coming at you right now. So Jordan, great to have you on the pod. Let me ask you really quickly, you already run and own multiple thriving businesses, and now you're the director of quarterback development for the XFL. What appealed to you about that opportunity? Why did you want to take that on? Well, first for the XFL, when I heard from Russ Brandon and Doug Whaley, that are, um, Russ is the president, and, uh, and Doug's running all the personnel side of things, I knew them from Buffalo. Um, when they were explaining to me what they were building, I'm like, this is the league I needed. I mean, I, I played seven years, but two of the years, I really played seven of nine years because <laughs> two of the years I was on the couch waiting for somebody to get hurt. And this is the league I needed. I needed to go somewhere and develop and get better. I was throwing with my high school coach to high school kids. And I just know I train a lot of quarterbacks now. I, there's a lot of guys, if they're not on a roster, they are literally in the middle of football season throwing to high school kids after practice. There was no place to actually get better. And so I gravitated towards building that. There's room for that. I don't know about selling it for billions of dollars to the NFL. I don't know about the business side of it. But in terms of developing, yeah, we need that. And then once I started seeing who all was involved uh, from a leadership perspective, I mean, everybody who knows the XFL knows Dwayne Johnson's involved. Uh, but Danny Garcia, the leadership team, Redbird Capital with a financing background, I, it was just one of those like, all right, these guys got some runway here. And then the fact that they're looking to bring me in to specifically help with the development of the quarterback position, which, you know, you can, somebody can make the argument if I'm the right guy for that or not. But the fact that they're looking at it that way, I was like, oh, this is going to work. And uh, 
I think uh, all the all the key success metrics that you'd evaluate, you know, from ticket sales to merch to um, to ratings, and then to just scoring and and productivity on offense and defense and the quality of ball. I think it's been a huge success. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? It's a strong argument you make, and looking at you, I know you are the guy for that, and knowing the way you live your life and the way you set up your businesses, you're not committing to it if you don't think there's something there, that there's a there there, so I buy into that, even though spring football is always a challenge. So Jordan, you recently were talking to your brother Carson, who I love, a few few days ago on your show, in fact, and he said that Joe Burrow was now the best quarterback in the NFL, and even better than Patrick Mahomes. Nobody knows that position better than you. Where do you come out on that argument? Who is the best quarterback now in the NFL? Well, it, it's funny because my brother, that he came on my show in December and said that. Okay. And so it was before they had played each other, and it, it just kind of came out and popped up on social the other day on on um, on my my podcast called uh, the Room that I do with Kyle Allen and I. And um, and but really, it doesn't matter. His take was at that point, Joe was three and zero versus the Chiefs, right? And I don't know that he changed his answer. Now he was just it was not a knock on Patrick Mahomes. He's a huge fan. Uh, I think he was just saying this: the consistency, which you don't see. Outside of a couple early early games this past season, which to remind everybody, the only bad games Joe's had in the NFL were the first three or four games of this last season, which was immediately after he had an emergency appendectomy to have his appendix removed right at the end of training camp and lost 15 pounds and all the strength that goes with it. So, if you're going to give somebody a pass, give it to him after an appendectomy. Um, but I think it was just the consistency of play. I mean, Joe Burrow's first start in the NFL, which was week one, not not the second year when Patrick got a chance to sit behind Alex Alex Smith. Um, you know, it came down to fourth and one where he threw a touchdown pass to beat San Diego at home on a two-minute drive, and A.J. Green pushed off, and it was offensive pass interference. But, I mean, that, that just shows you, like, he, he just entered the league, and week one, boom, was playing at the same level he's playing at right now. Uh, and, he's you know, he's now three and one versus the Chiefs. Uh, but you just don't ever see Joe being the reason that they didn't win um, in high school, college, or pro. And it's that consistency of just that ice water in your veins that I know my brother and a lot of people you know, value in a quarterback more than wow plays, more than talent, more than a high ceiling. U.S. Cellular has some great news, especially for you, person listening to this podcast. Right now, you can get one line with unlimited data for just $29.99. So, unlike other cell networks, you won't have to pay for lines you don't need just to get a good price. Get one line for $29.99 with unlimited data today. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms do apply. Visit uscellular.com for details.
Yeah, I mean, it's almost uncanny, right? Like the guy's never had a bad game, except for the games you mentioned and the reason you just gave. It's almost like the guy's never even had a bad game. Jordan, before you go, a couple of thoughts about what's going on around the NFL, because I know you can weigh in. What do you think about the latest regarding the Ravens? For instance, did they overpay to get Odell Beckham, or ultimately, could that turn out to be a very good investment, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it could be a good investment. It's just, are they going to return? It's a one-year deal. Are they gonna, when are they going to get that return? And the problem is, is when you have, I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar. Nobody does, right? Um, and, but, with, but what I do know that's happening in Baltimore right now is that the entire team, front office, coaching staff, strength staff, equipment managers, they don't know the current state of who their starting quarterback is going to be definitively. Every other team in the NFL right now knows definitively who their starting quarterback is going to be or how they're going to address the starting quarterback in this upcoming draft. Right. So Carolina and Houston, you know, whoever's picking second or, or, or Indy or any of these other teams in the first round past Carolina that could take a quarterback, they're going to sort that out in the draft. But they're going to know on draft weekend how they've addressed that. Right. So everybody's going into it, whereas Baltimore doesn't. And that's just not helpful to anybody. And it's just make it takes everybody's job harder. And so to go back to, to Odell Beckham. They can, if, if Lamar comes back and plays and the drama subsides and they move forward and everybody's happy moving forward, I think they're going to get a return this year because he's potentially a player that they haven't had at wide out there, that type of talent. But if this drags on into training camp and, and, you know, and Lamar skips the offseason and you know, starts getting fine and it becomes this giant thing, or they address quarterback in the draft in the first round, which nobody's talking about, but who knows what they're thinking, um, then I, I don't know how a great receiver helps you if your quarterback piece isn't solved. And uh, so this Odell Beckham's Jr.'s return on investment, his ROI, all comes down to how quickly the drama in Baltimore can subside. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. You know, I want to ask you about a couple of the prospects before you go. But in your opinion, Jordan, do you think that Beckham, I mean, is that a straight money play? And if he gets Lamar, that's a bonus. In other words, would, look, 15 mil guaranteed for Odell Beckham is a great deal, especially if it escalates to 18. But would he go there without some sort of assurance or at least a positive feeling that Lamar would be there and be in a good headspace? Do you think he would? Would he go there just for the money? It depends on what the other offer was. If the other offer was $4 million, I'd say yes. If the other offer was thirteen point five, I'd say no. He probably has a pretty good feeling about Lamar. So we don't know what those other offers were. But I remember um, uh, Darrell Revis at the end of his career uh, was getting flack for signing these one-year deals. And my brother and I were sitting here like, this is the smartest guy in the league. He's playing at a high level. He's staying healthy. And he's coming in and crushing it on these one-year fully guaranteed deals with upside. And so if you're OBJ and you need to prove to everybody that you're still OBJ and that you're healthy, yeah, go to Baltimore where they're going to have to try and throw it to you all the time. They don't have – that's not a room full of the best receivers in the league. And they've been trying to find a wide out for years. But if you're going to do it, go there, get paid, show that you're the difference maker, 
and potentially go on a run, right? Baltimore's still good. Lamar Jackson comes back and they're healthy. Baltimore's still Baltimore. He wins when he's healthy. They win most of the games he plays in. And so I, I actually love the move for OBJ because in 12 months, he might be getting 15 a year on a multi-year deal if he can prove those two things. That makes sense to me. All right, so if you're Carolina and you've got that top pick and you keep that top pick, and they should, who do you use that top pick on? C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? What do you make of the two of them? Who would you go with? I think both those guys are going to go in and they're going to play at a high level right away. I don't think either of them. I think most guys should sit. Quarterbacks are taken high. Here's two guys, especially Bryce, where I go, nah, don't just play him. He's fine. And any any struggles aren't going to affect his confidence and you know, if he gets smoked his first year and the whole world caves in, like we saw with Trevor Lawrence, it was never going to matter with Trevor that bad of a year. He was going to bounce back, right? It's who he is. Both these guys have that same gene. Um, I have the same concerns with anybody about Bryce, with which is his durability and how long he can hang. But he was a tiny quarterback in the SEC, too. And he stayed really healthy. He created, he created uh, time and space, which is what you got to do as a quarterback in the league. Um, and then CJ on the other side, I think is one of the most consistently accurate guys that I've evaluated coming out. Um, and so I, I think they can literally go either way here and it can work out and, and be, they can be happy with the pick. Um, but I think if, if you're Carolina, I just think they're going to look at those durability things. Um, and because of the, 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 you know, they had Sam Darnold and then they had, you know, Baker in there and then. Sam had gotten hurt, and then Baker came back. You know, and so they've just had. I think. I think availability is going to be high on their list, and I don't know what kind of juice he has. But the quarterback coach is Josh McCown, and that's a guy who I know. Availability, you know, being in there week in, week out, all that. Like that's why he played so long. Uh, Frank Reich's a former quarterback, so I, I just think they're going to see availability as a big issue, and I don't know who they're going to pick. Uh, but I won't be surprised uh, if it's CJ. Mm. So, Jordan, before you go, you're working with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis, another dude who's got really good size. He's got a really big arm. Specifically, what areas are you looking for him to improve in? And then how high do you think he'll go? Well, I think he could go as high as three. I know that there's talk about people moving to three. Um, we don't know who for him or Anthony Richardson, most likely, but um, so I don't know what the, 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 the highest three, I don't know what the floor is really with any of these guys after CJ and Bryce. Um, but I think for him, it's, it's continuing to evolve as a passer. I think quarterbacks in the NFL have to be distributors, right? So, so let's talk basketball for a second. You know, when you're the top, if you're a McDonald's all American coming out of high school in basketball, it's because you can score right. And dunk and all that. Nobody's getting to the McDonald's game because of defense and passing, Right. Um, but then the, you go to college and you got to learn basketball, right? You go to Duke and Kentucky or any of these places, you're going to learn basketball. You got to learn spacing. You got to learn how to distribute the ball. And then when you get to the NBA to have success, you got to do all of it, right? You can't just be a scorer. You got to be able to dish. You can't just be a distributor. You got to be able to score too. And so I think it's the same evolution for quarterbacks. If you're a five star recruit coming out of high school, it's because you're a playmaker, right? And then you go to college and you got to be a playmaker, but you also got to learn how to put the ball in play. And when you get to the NFL, the best quarterbacks consistently put the ball in play, and then they make a play when it's needed. And so when I look at Will Levis, I see that same trajectory. Big recruit coming out, goes to Penn State, transfers to Kentucky, plays at a high level, multiple NFL coordinators. So the evolution of his game, as any of these rookies, is going to be how, how good he can get at just distributing the ball, not driving it into a tight window and making a spectacular play, but taking what the defense gives you, and then when we need you to make a play, to buy time, break a tackle, whatever, get outside the pocket, whip one across your body, 
can you do that? And so the evolution of his game will be his ability to just distribute the football and do the simple things consistently well all the time. Guys, keep yourself tight and feeling confident with new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant, reformulated with 72-hour sweat and odor protection and one-quarter moisturizing cream. Stop worrying about your underarms so you can be present for the moments that matter. Do not let underarm insecurities keep you at arm's distance from the ones you care about. Buy new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant with 72-hour sweat and odor protection wherever personal care products are sold. All right, so before you go, let me ask you about one more guy. What about UCLA quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson? Where does he fit into this conversation, and what do you make of his playmaking ability? I think this is the diamond in the draft, Rome. I mean, so there's going to be – what happens in the league, in my opinion, is when something – when anomaly happens at a position, they'll say quarterback, everybody tries – to find that they go back on their notes so i'm going to use brock purdy as an example right brock purdy's mr irrelevant and then he strings together the season that he had last year which was incredible and all the draft evaluators go back on their notes what did i have purdy at where did i miss right it's not just kyle shanahan that's not just why brock purdy brock purdy played well because he's good right and so everyone's going to go back and try and find that and so if we use him as a comp because dorian's going to get drafted way higher than brock was but that guy who could come into a tough situation, a big moment, and get rid. Of, I think you got to do three things as a rookie. You got to get the know how to get the ball out of your hands quickly, not just throw it quickly, but understand what you're seeing and distribute the ball quickly. You got to be mobile enough to buy time because you're not going to see the field the way that an eight-year vet does. So maybe you got your eyes in the wrong spot. Maybe you didn't see that pressure coming. Can you make a play? And then third, the lights can't be too bright. You can't come in and go, "Oh my God, the NFL, this is crazy." You got to just come in and play. And so when I look at those three categories, Dorian has all the same things. He threw had the same amount of attempts, roughly, had same amount of yards, same completion percentage. The difference is between him and Brock Purdy, who both kind of played the same level, Big 12, Pac-12, right? Both started four years. Dorian started more than four years. Uh, the difference is, is Dorian rushed for an additional 1,000 yards and an additional, like, 13 touchdowns. And so you got that same thing there. And then another comp for, for Dorian is Jalen Hurts. But – I'll just say right now, I mean, Dorian throws it significantly better than Jalen does right now, especially than Jalen did entering the draft. And Dorian's more dynamic. And, you know, uh, Jalen's going to break more tackles. He's more physical runner. Dorian can stop, start, spin, hurdle, all that stuff too. So I think Dorian's a guy, the lights won't be too bright. He's got a ton of experience, tons of attempts. Um, and he's, he understands how to get rid of the ball quickly and – I just think he's going to come into this league feeling like he belongs, and whoever takes him, when it's his turn, he's the kind of guy who's not going to come out again. Hey, Jordan, before I return you to the family, a quick follow. Listen, the last thing I'm ever going to do in my life is argue with you about quarterback play, but did you just say and do you really believe that he throws a better ball than Jalen Hurts does right now? Yeah, I actually think there's a gap because here's the thing with, with Dorian. Nobody, everyone's talking about Anthony Richardson's arm strength and Will Levis's arm strength, right? Well, when they go to the combine, one of the things they do a radar gun, right? They, they have a radar gun behind you and they see how fast you threw it. They tell you to throw as hard as you can. That is a thing. I have guys at the combine every year. I've never cared. I've never paid attention to it, right? I, and that's just like a meaningless stat. Unless you're ranked number one, then it means something. He tied the all-time record with Josh Allen at 62 miles an hour. And on his pro day, which I ran at UCLA two, two or three weeks ago, you know, it's a 60-throw throwing session. His last post that he threw was 75 yards in the air. So his brand is not huge arm. I'm just telling you, he's got a huge arm. 
the difference is he throws with touch and control and tempo and I, I, I think at a at a one of the best arms in this draft. And it's just not part of his brand, but I am talking to teams and coaches and evaluators and there's other people who don't disagree with me. And that's why I say this is the diamond, and I think he's going to go higher than everybody thinks. That's actually fascinating stuff, as always. Jordan, I know I would love to keep you longer, but I know you've got other responsibilities. Listen, thanks so much. Always great to wrap with you. Hope I see you again really soon. Thanks, man. You're the best. How sharp is my dude? Tremendous conversation. I love talking to him. As always, big ups, big thanks to Jordan Palmer. Impossible not to understand the QB position. Just a little bit more after listening to a conversation with him. Hopefully you all got as much out of that as I did. Love talking to him. If you're looking for more of the same, a.k.a. premium, long-form, and free conversations that you cannot find anywhere else, I've got some great news for you. We are pumping out a brand new app on the weekly. You should consider then taking a second to hit subscribe as well. That way, you will be notified every single time a new episode drops. So track that down, smash that subscribe button, and I will catch you next week for episode 264 of the Jim Rome Podcast. See you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.